Good evening and welcome again. I am so excited to be able to come into your homes. Many of us are at home more than usual or our schedule may be kind of off because we are all in um, quarantine mode. Uh, but tonight I just I am just so excited that I can even bring a word to you in your home while practicing social distancing. And so right where you are, um, you can just grab your Bibles, grab your notebooks, because we're going to uh, be hearing what God has to say. So this is just a special moment where we can just get away from the norms, uh, relax, turn off distractions, move away from the TV, move away from the news, the depressing news, um, and just take a moment to hear what God is saying to us in this time. And so today, as I was doing my studies, I, I stumbled upon um, the book of Jeremiah. And that was a very interesting book. For those of you who know Jeremiah, he seems like he was a, a pretty type A personality uh, person. He, he seemed like he was down a lot. He would go up and down. And what I like about Jeremiah is God had to keep reminding him how much he loved him, who he was. So it's kind of kind of like us today. We God has to keep reminding us, hey, you know, despite what's going on around you with everything that's around you, you need to remember that I am still God and I am still on the throne. And so just a reminder today, as we are in this moment and we're able to just sit back and just hear what it is that he has to tell us in this time. Because we know that life, as we know it, will never be the same. This will be a memory that we, will, we won't forget. It's a memory that will more than likely go down in history. It's that time. And so I would like this to be a time for us as well in our personal lives that will go down in our personal history as a time where we made such a turnaround in our lives. I just pray that we be able to use this time and look back and say, wow, look how far God has brought me. I just pray that we can use what we're hearing from God tonight to make that change and to move up to that new level that he has for us. I know a lot of times we, for example, we're just in March uh, today and which is just three months into the new year. And many of us may have made New Year's resolutions or we may have um, made all types of plans for our lives. And we're just in March and many of us have fell off already. But I just pray that uh, during this time, we would carve out set times in our schedule that we can uh, be able to meet with God and hear from him and make changes. And I'll tell you why I say changes. The biblical word or the church word that people use a lot to say make changes is the word repent. I know a lot of times we hear that word repent and it has a negative connotation, which it should, because if you need to make a change, that means you need to move from where you are. It's not good enough and you need to move higher. And so that's basically where God is calling us today. He wants to move us from where we are and make a shift with the times. 
and move up to another level so we can make this time count. And what better way to be able to get our attention than to have us in a place where we can get out of the norm, slow, slow it down, crack open the book, and hear what God is saying. Not hear what I am saying, but hear what God is saying. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn to the book of Jeremiah and you can read more on your own time. I know for some of us, it may be intimidating. So I'll just, um, I won't preach it, but I'll just, um, just summarize a little bit of how it could apply to, to you today, how it could apply to me and how I can make a change. And as I said, that word for change means to, um, to turn from that. So you're going to have to acknowledge that, okay, what I've been doing hasn't been working. So I need to stop what I've been doing. I need to check in with God and see, hey, you know, where have I kind of gone off of the path that you have for my life? And how can I get back on? How can I turn around and get back on the path that you have for my life? And that's, that's just it in a nutshell. That's what he wants from us. So we're going to jump into uh, Jeremiah 7. And we, we saw that we're talking about um, a nation, Israel. And just like Israel was a nation who turned away from God, let's just look at our nation. So you may be hearing this as a rerun on one of my podcasts. And so you could be... Um, listening from any nation right now, just not on the radio uh, station. We know that God is not a partial God. So what he's saying to one nation, he's saying to, to this nation as well. And he's saying to us individually as well. And so we know that the nation of Israel, they kind of veered off of the path that God had for them. They started off really good. Just like we started off with our goals at the beginning of the year. Everybody starts off really good. We're, we're on track. We're on track um, to lose 10 pounds by March. We were on track and then here comes a birthday party and we, we get off track. Here comes a, an office party and we, we kind of get off track. Or um, here comes, this is a good one, right? Here comes Corona. And so now we're at home and we're eating more often and now we're totally off track. And so in order to, to get God's people attention, because God knows how easy it is to get us off track. And so we know that he put systems in place. However, we know that John 10, 10 reminds us that the thief comes to kill, steal and destroy. But Jesus came that we might have life. And so the enemy sees a foothold. And so any foothold he, he gets into your life to derail you or throw you off, that's what he's going to use. So for example, if you decided you were going to take a class, um, you were going to start college, it is so hard to finish. And it's not because the work is so hard necessarily. It's because of all the distractions that comes along life. We call it life. Life just happens and it derails you and it takes you off course. And for you to get back on course, it takes a lot. Sometimes uh, we get off course by the time we turn, we turn 19. And by the time we get back on course to get back into school, sometimes we're 30, we're 40. And we're like, where did the time go? Because we got derailed. 
And so God has a, an answer for that. He's saying that when you get derailed, the key to getting back or to repenting, which means to say, man, I acknowledge I was way off. I was way wrong. I was way out on left field where I shouldn't have been. Um, you may say, you know, I was way off balance in my marriage, in my, um, you know, relationship with my children. I wasn't spending time with my children. I was so focused on money or on my business and I had no time for my health. Uh, you maybe let your health slip. You let your relationships slip. Um, you let your emotional health and your emotional health most importantly slip where you are now getting into depression and having negative thoughts etc uh, that because we let a foothold the enemy's foothold in and that that is his plan you know to kill steal and destroy whether it's your health your relationships your finances he don't care he just wants to destroy you period and so God knows this that's why he sent us um, his son so that we could have that connection with him so his spirit can speak directly to our spirit and so repeatedly here in Jeremiah even as you look at Jeremiah chapter 7 when the when the children of Israel went off course he said to them obey my voice and I will be your God and you will be my people and walk in all the ways that I have commanded you that it may go well with you. And so God is calling us to obey, which means to listen. He wants us to listen to his voice. And you can't listen to his voice if you don't ever open the book that he wrote. It's his words in, in the book. Um, and so, and we know this book is tested through, through and through. There's so many uh, prophecies that's been fulfilled there's no other book that, that you that you can use or, or say that can bring such inspiration to you. Even during this troubled times, we know even reading Psalms um, 91, just reminding us that God is going to protect us from the plague or reading um, Psalm 23, knowing that God, the Lord is our shepherd and we have everything that we need. And so God is just calling us back to that place where we can listen to his voice telling us which way we should go and we all have that voice telling us that we kind of went off on the wrong path for a while but we were so busy and we were so much in the in the motion of doing the regular doing the routine that we weren't able to 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 jump off of that train that we were on and we were about to have a train wreck and God is just saying, hey, I don't want you to have a, a train wreck. I want you to use this time to, to stop and to listen to what I have to say uh, to you so that this could be the moment to propel you into your destiny. And so unfortunately, though, this is what God told Jeremiah in verse 26. He said, um, you know, after all that he said, to his people telling them I need you to turn I need you to um, you know change what you're doing things that that you shouldn't be eating change your eating habits he may be calling you to do so many different things change your lifestyle um, so many different things he might be calling you to do and he said in verse 26 yet they did not listen to me nor incline their ear but hardened the necks and did worse and so we don't want that to be us 
we know that he's given us two options and he's telling you hey if you listen to me it will go it will go well with you he used the word well yatab meaning to make well successful cheerful and favor so we know that he is saying hey if you listen to me it will go well and then again in uh if we look through in chapter 17 god gave jeremiah another message he, he gave him the example of a potter and a clay and so god is saying that i am i am the the potter and i want to um, to mold you and make you into this masterpiece, into something beautiful. God wants to take your life tonight and turn it into a masterpiece. What do you do with a beautiful uh, vase that you have created? You want to display it, right? Sometimes you put it in a cabinet with a with a, with a glass. So when people walk through, they can see this beautiful vase. And so even if you if you look at yourself right now, God is saying, I want to display you to this whole earth. But the only problem he had with that is he was saying, if we look at um, chapter 18 in, in, in Jeremiah, he was talking about this nation who wouldn't allow him to do that. So he had chosen that nation and he's like, why won't they let me? display them why won't they mold and conform into the things I am asking them to conform into uh, so that I could display them so they can enjoy the life that I sent my son that they may enjoy and so in verse 8 he reminds us he says if that nation against which I have spoken turns from its evil I will relent of the disaster that I thought to do to it or at another moment, I may speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to build and to plant it. And so basically he's saying, you know, it may, it may be different scenarios, but he's letting you know that if this, that nation or that person or that household turns from doing what is not right or turns from being on the wrong path, going down the wrong way fast, right? He's saying if you turn... Verse 10, if it does evil in my sight by not obeying my voice, then I will relent of it, of the good with which I said, I will bless it. But he's saying, if you repent, if you turn now, everyone from his evil way and make your ways and your deeds good, then he's saying, hey, you're going to be able to enjoy this life that I gave you. So it's a easy, it's a, it's a win-win. We know that in Deuteronomy it says, you know, I've set before you blessings and cursing, life and death. Choose the blessing. Choose life so that you might live. And it's not that we, we don't know, because a lot of times we can, we can hear that still small voice saying, man, I don't think I should be doing this. Uh, but because we're in a rat race, we just keep going, keep going and we can't stop. But I want us to use this moment to slow down, to pause, and to reflect and see which part of our lives did we leave God out of? Did we leave him out of our career? Did he? Sometimes we may have left him out of our churches. Uh, we may have left him um, out of our marriage, out of our relationships. 
you know, just feeling as if, like he said, um, sometimes we feel, we feel hopeless. Verse 12, it says, but they say there is no hope. So we will walk after our own devices, after our own um, evil heart. Sometimes what we feel is we feel hopeless because we've been waiting for someone to love us and we, we end up feeling hopeless like, oh wow, there's no one who loves me. So we end up staying in an abusive relationship or going into bad relationships uh, because we don't want to wait for the right person or wait for um, who it is uh, God may have for us to, to wait for. And so it doesn't matter where you are in your life. I just mentioned a plethora of things, a lot of different uh, scenarios where we might find ourselves. Uh, but I'm just praying tonight that the Holy Spirit will reveal to you what areas, because we all, but none of us are exempt. We all have areas in our lives where we have gone off the path, whether it's something that we planned in 2020 or we planned in 1990 or we planned this morning. A lot of times God gave us these ideas, these dreams, these thoughts, um, things we need to birth and we just get on a tangent doing our own thing and we just seems to you know be going so fast even if we're going the wrong way that we just seem like we can't stop and so sometimes people talk about if you're going up the wrong ladder are you going to just keep going up the ladder or are you going to come back down and reset and go back up to the right ladder that's going to lead you to your destination so my prayer tonight for us as a nation, for us as a country, for us as individuals, is that we will um, be able to pause and reflect, see where we've gone. Um, I know that repent is a big word, but what it means is that we could see, acknowledge is a key word there and say, wow, you know, this is where I think I've gone wrong. But then don't even assume. Just ask God. And he, he's there. He answers. He's not deaf. He's always talking. The key is, are we listening? And that's what he's been saying tonight. O obey, which means Shema, which really means to hear or listen intelligently to. In, in Hebrew, if you look up the, the word obey there, it just means to listen intently, listen intelligently, lean in and hear what God is saying uh, to you about where he wants you because he wants you like this vase he wants you displayed uh, he wants to get glory from your life and he's gonna get he's not gonna get any glory if your life ends in failure so he wants you to do to, to do well like he said he wants you to do um, great things not just good things because he's a great God he's a good God but he's a great God as well and he wants to use you for greatness so I just want to encourage us tonight to allow him. Why don't you be the one? You be that one who can use this time, this period in our history to make that change, to turn around and say, okay, let me try this. I've tried this my own way for so long. Let me try this God's way. Let me repent. Let me turn. Let me acknowledge that man, Lord, I really messed up. I really haven't been treating this person well. I haven't, I really haven't been uh, putting you first. I've been putting uh, my finances first. I've been putting um, my relationship, whatever it is, God may be revealing to you, you know, or you, the, the, the mark that you may have missed is you may have not been even taking care of yourself at all. You know, you may not have been 
because God can't use you if you're if you're sick laying on the bed. Right. So if you're not eating right, if you're not doing the things you need to be doing, um, you know, it's time to acknowledge that and say, wow, I, I got to do better. And so God wasn't telling them this to make them feel guilty. He was just telling them this so they can uh, get up. They can move and they can do the great things that he has for them. He's just reminding us of this simple fact today. He didn't make it very difficult for us. He said, all I need for you to do is to listen. I just need you for you to listen and for you to repent. You listen, you acknowledge what you did. You turn around and you say, okay, let, let, let's go the other direction. It's going up the wrong ladder. We're going to go um, up this other ladder right now. So, um, so just be encouraged even through this time um, that Jesus said that my peace I leave with you. And so don't use this time to be fearful. Just use this time to reflect and to say, okay, Lord, what's next? And then um, you'd be amazed to see what what's going to come out of this time. And um, you can write that this date down and you're going to say, this is the day that my life turned around for the better. So I'm looking forward to seeing you on the next episode. Uh, so stay tuned. God bless and please listen to God's voice. Good night.